Have you ever found yourself in a situation where your emotions are at odds with the word of God? It's a common struggle for many of us, but the solution is not to dismiss our feelings or ignore God's truth. In this episode of Discipleship Decoded, we'll explore why your feelings don't override the word of God and how you can practically align your emotions with biblical principles. So if you're ready to overcome the tensions between your feelings and the Bible, stick around. This is an episode that you definitely don't want to miss. Welcome to Discipleship Decoded, the podcast that offers a fresh perspective on spiritual growth. Discipleship is not just a practice, but it is a way of life. Our mission is to help you navigate this journey of faith. We're so excited that you've decided to join us. Hello, everyone, everywhere, and welcome to Discipleship Decoded, where we unravel the truths of the Bible to help you navigate your faith journey. I'm Malden Mitchell, your host, and I am so excited that you've decided to tune into our podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to be diving into a topic that affects us all. The topic is your feelings don't override the word of God. Or I should make it more universal. Our feelings don't override the word of God. You know, sometimes, man, like we could be so touchy-feely. We can say, I don't feel like doing this or my feelings are hurt or I'm in my feelings. And so sometimes we can be so emotional that we don't even take the time to realize what is good for us beyond our feelings. And so as Christians, we often find ourselves torn between what our emotions are telling us and actually what the Bible teaches But let me ask you this question. Is it wise for us to let our feelings take over the driver's seat? So I want you to join me as we explore this important topic and learn how to align our emotions with the unchanging truths of God's word. And as we know, if you are a Christian or if you're someone that claims to be a disciple, then you know that the word is paramount. The word is the foundation, regardless of what we feel, Regardless of what we think, when we line our lives up with the word of God, and if we find that our lives are not in alignment with the word of God, then we are confronted with the choice to continue on as business as usual or to make the correction and to get up under the word of God and stay up under the word of God and let the word of God be the dominant thing or source that will help us guide our decisions. And so before we dive into this topic, let me share with you a personal story. You know, a few years ago, I struggled with a decision that seemed to be based solely on my feelings. You know, I was offered a excellent job opportunity that promised financial security and also a little bit of worldly success. But what it did do, it, it, it required me to compromise on my Christian values. And so despite feeling conflicted, You know, I was tempted to accept that offer because it seemed to align with my desires at the time. However, thank God for the Holy Spirit of being convicted because I sought guidance from the Bible and godly counsel. And I realized that my feelings were not the ultimate authority in my life. And I had to make a tough decision to decline that offer, trusting God's word that it held ultimate truth and wisdom. Now, I don't say this to brag. I just say this simply to understand that I am no different from you. I'm human. I have desires. I have thoughts. I have feelings. I have emotions. But thank God that I had people around me that was able to help me to wrangle in my emotions and put them in check and realize that my emotions 
are pale in comparison to the word of God, because sometimes we want things right then and there, you know, just like our kids, they ask us for things and we, they want things, but we have a little bit of foresight. We have a little bit of wisdom to understand that if we were to give them what they wanted at that particular time, they didn't possess the maturity to handle the thing they were asking for, or they didn't even have the appreciation of the thing that they were asking for. And so I share this story, like I said, because it is a perfect example of how feelings can sometimes try to override the word of God. And this episode, we'll dive into the importance of aligning our feelings with the truth of God's word. So let's begin with our first point without any further ado. Point number one, the Bible as the ultimate authority. You know, as Christians, we believe that the Bible, or we should believe that the Bible is the inspired word of God and the ultimate authority in our lives. For us as Christians, it is a standard by which we measure truth and make decisions. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Therefore, like when your feelings or emotions seem to contradict what the Bible says, then at that moment we need to acknowledge that the Bible holds the ultimate truth and should guide our actions and our choices. Point number two. The deceptiveness of feelings. Our feelings can be powerful, but they can also be deceptive. My father used to say, feelings are fickle, but truth is everlasting. And so in Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12 warns us that there is a way that appears right, but in the end, it leads to death. You know, our emotions can cloud our judgment and lead us astray if we rely on them alone. For example, you know, some of us may feel like pursuing a romantic relationship with an unbeliever or a non-believer because of strong emotions or infatuation or just flat out lust. But the Bible clearly teaches that being unequally yoked with unbelievers is not a good thing, according to 2 Corinthians 6.14. You know, in such cases, like we need to be aware of the deceitfulness of our feelings and hold them up to God's unchanging word and his truth. You know, trusting in God's plan for our lives really requires us to surrender our feelings to him. And, and and in the society that we live in, the word surrender, the word submit, those are words like taboo because everybody wants to do you, do me. You know, instead of surrendering our feelings and desires to him. You know, to do that, it means acknowledging, you know, it's a little bit of humility because it means acknowledging that uh, his ways, meaning God, his ways are higher than our ways. And his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, according to Isaiah 55, verses 8 and 9. And sometimes God's plan may not align with our feelings or emotions. You know, sometimes when we pray or when we want to do a thing, we want God to get on board with our program, not realizing that God is sovereign, that he is omnipotent, that he is omnipresent, that he's omniscient, and that he sees far more, far longer farther away than we could ever see. And so we pray not realizing that God is sovereign, but we also oftentimes pray we want God to bend and adjust to what we want instead of realizing that the word of God gives us instructions so that we can bend and and, and adjust to what God's want, what God wants. And so when we do things and when we come into scenarios or situations, you know, we have to realize that anything that we're doing outside of the word of God if our lives don't align with that, then we need to make the adjustment. It's really only one truth. God is true and we're not. And as long as we're lining ourselves up with his word, 
with his, as some people want to use the cliche, the Bible is basic instructions before leaving earth. If we line up with that and we submit ourselves to that, you know, then we'll be fine. You know, sometimes God's plan, again, may not line up with our feelings or emotions. For example, we may feel anxious about the future. Everything and everywhere, you know, people are, are losing their mind. I, I believe in preparing for the future, and we have what people, what they call preppers or conspiracy theorists, but the Bible teaches us to trust in God's provision and his faithfulness, according to Matthew 6, 25 through 34. Trusting in God's plan means letting go of our own understanding and submitting to his will, even when it doesn't feel comfortable, when it's not convenient. And oftentimes, if we'll be honest, when we ask God to do things or rather when he asks us to do things, it doesn't make logical sense. So here are a few tips that we can practically align our feelings with the word of God. Tip number one, meditate on God's word. Meditating on God's word allows us to renew our minds and align our thoughts with his thoughts and his truth, according to Romans chapter 12, verses 2. And as we read and study the Bible, we'll gain a deeper understanding of God's character and his will for our lives. And this helps us to discern the truth from lies and make decisions based on the guidance of the Holy Spirit and not make decisions on what we can see, what we can feel, or what we think. You know, James uh, 1 and 5 says that we, we can pray for wisdom. James 1 and 5 says, if any of us lacks wisdom, you should ask God who gives generously without finding fault. Uh, it will be given to you. And when you're struggling to align your feelings with the word of God, you can pray for wisdom. I can pray for wisdom and discernment. And God promises to give us wisdom when we ask in faith. So we can trust him to guide us in the right direction. Tip number three, seek godly counsel. Proverbs 11 and 14 says, for lack of guidance, a nation falls. But victory is won through many advisors. And so seeking godly counsel from trusted mentors, pastors, or friends can help us gain the perspective to make decisions based on wise counsel. I never understood the self-help movement because to me, if I'm screwed up and jacked up, how can I look within myself to fix myself that is already screwed up? And we look to people who don't share our values and who don't align with Christian values and, and who don't align with the word of God. Or we look to people who use pop culture or use philosophy like Plato's and Socrates. And while those things are cool, but they do not, do not have any comparison when it comes to uh, the word of God. And so it's important to seek counsel from people who align with biblical values that can provide guidance and, and that are rooted in the word of God. And so in summary, our feelings uh, do not override the word of God. Instead, we should be aligning our emotions with God's truth of his word and trust in his plan for our lives. And we can do this by meditating on his word. We can pray for wisdom and we can seek godly counsel and we can navigate the tensions between our feelings in the Bible. So as we conclude this episode, I invite you to reflect on how you can apply these principles to your life. Tell me, are there areas where you are feeling, or rather when your feelings have led you away from God's truth? Do you feel like sometimes, quite honestly, God doesn't move fast enough for you? Or dare I say, do you feel as though that you know more than God because you want to do you? So like, take some time to meditate on God's word, wait on God, pray for wisdom, 
Get understanding of how to act upon the wisdom that God has given you. Seek godly counsel. And so if you do this, I'm not going to tell you everything is going to always be the way you want them. But I do believe that God is sovereign and he knows what's best for us. And he knows that sometimes our feelings are, you know, if you don't believe that feelings are fickle, why do you think that there's such a high divorce rate? You know, you meet a person, you are all Google-eyed, you are in love with that person, and then as time goes on, you begin to uh, what the what 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 amazes you about that person turns out to be the very thing that you can't stand about that person today. So feelings change, but the word of God is eternal, and the word of God is everlasting. So. In closing, don't forget to share your experiences and your feedback with us by leaving a comment or reaching out to us on social media. I want you to understand that your feelings don't override the word of God. But if you get your feelings in line with the word of God, you will begin to see over time as you uh, deepen and develop your relationship with God that he knows what's best for you. And you'll be able to look back on your life and realize that some of the things that you had feelings for or the things that you wanted you realize that, quite honestly, you be thanking God that you didn't get those things. And so I want to thank you for listening to Discipleship Decoded. And so the next time, may God bless you and guide you on your faith journey. We love you. Thanks for joining us on Discipleship Decoded. We hope that you enjoyed our conversation on today. Remember that nurturing your spiritual growth is an ongoing process, and we hope that our conversation has encouraged and inspired you on your journey. 